Good evening, and welcome to Friendship Radio and to the Grand March Through Life. It's good to have you here this Thursday evening. My name is James Huey, facilitator of the Friendship Personal Retreat Program here in Galveston and on ships cruising seas throughout the world. Offering the gift of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on KGBC Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas as we explore topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. The Friendship Mirror. That's going to be our topic this evening here on Wellness Radio. We're going to be spending time this evening talking and trying to understand better that component of our mental health system which revolves around the processes of selecting friends and being selected as a friend. With this as an understanding of your individual friend print, that process of how you select friends and are selected as a friend, then we see this as being a very basic component of one's mental health support system. And once you understand that process, I personally believe that you will be able to develop more healthy, more positive, more supportive, more nurturing friendships with other people. And of course, once you develop, I believe, the capacity to be a friend to yourself, you also are then able to reach out and be a friend to other people. So before we get into the individual characteristics of understanding your friend, Prant, let's go and give some kind of definition about what in the world is a friend. Well, probably there are as many definitions of what is a friend as there are people. If I were to ask each one of you listening to me this evening, what is your definition of a friend, I probably would get dozens and dozens, maybe even hundreds of different definitions. And yet, in many ways, they would be very similar to the characteristics that we look for in people, and that is the ability to exchange, the ability to be supported, the ability to love, and to be loved by another human being. Well, I'd like to share with you my definition, the definition that we use here in the friendship program, and the friend definition that I use here on Friendship Radio. I came across a poem or a piece written a number of years ago by a man called C. Raymond Baran, and he wrote a piece called What is a Friend? And the moment I read it, I identified with it because in many ways he was really telling and cutting through all of those other characteristics that we look for in friends like honesty, being able to depend upon people, being able to share time with them. All of these characteristics came down to one response, which I felt very comfortable with. And I share it with you so that you can, as you develop your definition of what is a friend, what is a friend that suits your definition, not mine or your neighbor, but what suits your definition, this may be of some help. It goes as follows. What is a friend? I will tell you. It is a person with whom you dare to be yourself. Your soul can be naked with him. He seems to ask of you to put on nothing. 
only to be what you are. He does not want you to be better or worse. When you are with him, you feel as a prisoner feels who has been declared innocent. You do not have to be on your guard. You can say what you think as long as it is genuinely you. He understands those contradictions in your nature that lead others to misjudge you. With him, you breathe freely. You can avow your little vanities and envies and hates and vicious sparks, your meannesses and absurdities, and in opening them up to him, they are lost, dissolved on the white oceans of his loyalty. He understands. You do not have to be careful. You can abuse him, neglect him, tolerate him. Best of all, you can keep still with him. It makes no matter. He likes you. He is like fire that purges to the bone. He understands. You can weep with him, sin with him, laugh with him. Through it all and underneath, he sees He knows, and he loves you. A friend? What is a friend? Just one, I repeat, with whom you dare to be yourself. And the author of that piece is C. Raymond Buran. I think of what a powerful and affirming gift friendship given under those conditions and with that particular attitude and behavior patterns can develop such a positive and healthy feeling, uh, healthy attitudes, healthy behaviors in a human being. I know when I look for building a strong and affirming relationship, a friend rather than necessarily an acquaintance, this is the criteria I use. This is something I hope to be able to give, to be able to give that rare gift to another person, where I can say, I only want you to be yourself. And I hope they can reciprocate by giving me that gift in return. Now, as we study friend prints and the pattern of the friends that we select, because as we said, friendship is a basic component of one's mental health support system. So if one is looking for affirming and developing positive mental health support systems, then they're also looking for some positive, healthy friendship relationships. If one has unhealthy friendships or an unhealthy friend print, then an individual tends to have an unhealthy mental health support system. So if you want to make changes, one of the ways that you can look for changes in your feelings, in your thoughts, in your perceptions, in your behaviors, is to consider where does the input of my friends affect me in those areas. I believe that behaviors and feelings that we have are a result of decisions that you and I make or we even refuse to make about ourselves and other people. I believe the friend print that we have is a result of decisions that we make or we refuse to make about relating to others and ourselves. Often we prefer not to become aware of these behaviors and feelings. Oftentimes people prefer not to study or become more aware of their friend print 
because awareness leads to responsibility. It's unfortunate, but many people think of friendships as just something that happens, something that just drops out of the heavens. It's something that I believe you and I choose, and we choose healthy friend prints or we choose unhealthy friend prints. And this tends to result in a, have a significant effect on who you and I tend to be. I believe that many people prefer to think of themselves as victims rather than see themselves as who, what, and where they are as a result of choices. One of the things that you know as you listen to me here on Wellness Radio, that I believe wellness is a result of choice. It's a first becoming aware of who you are, who am I, and being able to make some positive, affirming, nurturing choices based on that concept. If you were to visualize part of the friend print support system, you might call it a friendship triangle. I saw this listed once, can't recall exactly where, but it had three parts of a triangle. So if you can visualize in your mind a triangle, and at the top of the triangle, one side of it says self-acceptance. I believe that in order to develop healthy self-esteem, healthy friendships, whether you're being a friend to yourself, and of course I think that's where we have to start, or being a friend with other people, there has to be a degree of self-acceptance. And in when I interact with other people, and people interact with me, I go to the second corner of the triangle, and I label it self-disclosure. I have to have self-acceptance, but I also have to have self-disclosure. If we are going to be friends, then I hope that you can accept me for who I am. And before you can do that, I have to be willing to disclose who I am. And the same applies to you. If you and I are going to be friends, then I have to be aware and understand. And the only way I can really get an honest picture of you is to the degree that you're willing to self-disclose. I believe self-acceptance and self-disclosure lead to the third corner of the friendship triangle, and that is acceptance of and acceptance by others. Once we accept ourselves and we're willing to disclose ourselves, then this, I believe, leads to accepting of other people in a more tolerant, accepting, aware of individual differences point of view, and we are accepted by people for the individuals we are. A man once said, show me his friends and I, the man, shall know. This is the true friendship mirror. If I want to understand you and your friend print system, your self-esteem, your mission in life, if I really want to know who you are, then show me your friends and I, the man, shall know. If you want to know James Huey, one of the best ways, most effective ways, would be to look and understand the people that I have chosen to have as my friends and the people that have accepted me as their friends. When we learn about ourselves through friendship, and I do believe we can learn about ourselves through friendship, we have a mirror, an ability to understand and study ourselves through reflection. 
If you want to understand James Huey, then look at my friends. You can understand me better through that process. But I can also understand me by looking at my friends because this will increase my awareness of people that I choose to be my friends. If I look at them, then in a way I am looking at myself. That's powerful. But if I want to make any changes in my life after I've discovered and explored myself as a human being, then my friendship support system is going to be a very fertile ground for making changes. We in psychology often refer to projective psychology as a way of communicating who we are to people. We constantly project ourselves or we are in a projective mode for others to see who we are. For example, uh, one of the ways in which you can see this would be like having the story of who you and I are on a reel of film. The film is threaded through the projector as it passes the lens and the strong light. That image is projected on the screen. The film in itself does not do the projecting. It just projects what is there. We have to see and respond to what is on the screen. But we are constantly telling people who we are by what we do and what we don't do. It's kind of like wearing an electronic billboard. So I am wanting you to always know by what I decide to put on this billboard or what I choose and decline to put on the billboard. And part of this, part of what I'm writing as I project who I am to you is letting you know some criteria that I think, this self-disclosure aspect of that friend print or that friendship triangle we mentioned earlier, I am giving you information so that you can decide whether you wish to select me as a focus of your relationship. I am trying to present information that I believe will be positive and healthy and be beneficial as you make that process of selecting or not selecting me. Or if you select me, to what degree are you going to select me? Now, we've spent a great deal of time tonight talking about the whole process of selecting and being selected. And an analogy that I often share with individuals and they communicate to me that it has been helpful is the analogy of the bookstore. If we think of books in a bookstore as being possible friends, possible relationships, then it may become clearer this very complex process that we go about in selecting friends. Now, there are people who believe that friendship is just something that happens. People like one another or they don't like one another. Well, that's true to a point. I mean, it's very difficult to have friends that you don't like, but we also like a lot of people who we may or may not choose to have a relationship or a friendship with. So it goes into it a little more complex than just liking or disliking someone. But let's go back to the bookstore analogy for a moment. If you go into a bookstore, and let's 
take that and reverse it. If I go into a bookstore and I see all of the possibilities that are in the bookstore, and if I look at books as being people, say I will go into a friend store. Now, all of these people are there, and they're under all kinds of categories. They come and they go. Some are current, some are old standards, some are people that have been there for years, and some are brand new. How do I go about choosing someone who I want to be a friend? Well, sometimes I go into the store just to look. I'm not really looking for a friend, just like I would go into a bookstore and not really be looking for a book. I may just be browsing, like going mall crawling, I think was one phrase that someone used. Okay, if I'm passing through the bookstore, I'm just looking but I'm really not seeking anything in particular. If I come across a book that kind of jumps from the shelf, I may just go and acquire it, but generally I'm not looking. Or I may go into the store and I'm looking for someone because there's a vacancy in my friendship circle. And I go where? Well, like most people, I go to those sections that I am most familiar with. I tend to seek out people who I understand who have behavior patterns that I'm comfortable with. They don't tend to threaten me. They don't tend to intimidate me. They help me feel good. I understand what in the world they're trying to communicate to me. I sometimes find a book and the price is too high. That's the same thing with people. I find people that I would enjoy developing a relationship with, but the expectations or the demands or the, quote, price that they have is just too high for my budget at the particular moment. So I keep going on. Sometimes I will go to a particular section of the book uh, bookstore, and I come across a book that I've never even considered before. For example, I tend to look for books under historical fiction or do-it-yourself self-improvement or uh, religious or spiritual books, or travel books, or military history books. These are books I find. Very seldom will I ever go into the science section, or to the romance novel section, or to the home improvement section, or the finances section. But if I am generally selecting my friends from those tried and true sections, that's where most of them come from. Once in a while, I may be passing by a section that's a little unfamiliar, and I see someone, or in this case, an analogy of a book title, that just grabs my attention, and I say, I'd like to learn more. So I pick up the book, read it, and either accept it or reject it. So what I'm communicating by this analogy is that as we go through life, we're constantly going in and out of friendship stores. And while we tend to choose those things we're most familiar with, I realize that as I leave the store each time, just like I leave a bookstore, I realize there were lots of good books that are left on the shelf. Just because I didn't choose the book doesn't mean the book has no value. It just does not meet my needs at this point. And the same thing I need to remember as I interact with people. If I meet you and I have no particular need to acquire additional relationships, maybe I don't have time, 
maybe I have not made the wish to devote the energy or some other reason or reasons. I go out of the friendship store and I leave lots of good, interesting, valuable, potential people, potential friends, and I don't choose them. And I need to remember that as people go browsing through my friendship store. I'm not going to be chosen, not necessarily because I'm inferior, not because I'm unlovable, not because I'm overweight or ugly or any of the other reasons that I sometimes can use. I am not chosen for a wide variety of reasons. This does not have anything to do with my quality as a potential friend or as a human being, any more than the fact that a lot of good books are left on the shelf. Now, most of us recognize the difference between books and people. If I leave a book on the shelf, generally a book does not tend to exhibit rejection complex. And yet, as a human being, I know what rejection complex is. Having been through the process of rejection, I tend to want to avoid rejecting others. But I also realize that I cannot be a friend to everyone. That's a perfectionistic, idealized concept that is amazing. Of course, in our culture, as we've mentioned before, we have an obsession with being liked. And we have a difficult time confronting people and saying, you know, you may be likable, but I don't want to build a relationship. Or you may be unlikable to me, but that doesn't mean you're unlikable to someone else. Or just because I find you unlikable... That does not mean that this reaction is carved in stone. So as we become aware of relating to friends, and we look at our friend prints, part of it is understanding a lot of complexities that go into the process of selecting and being selected, whether it's in a bookstore or into the general friendship store of ordinary and everyday life. Thanks for joining me this evening. I hope this program has provided a valuable resource as you write your life novel. And I hope you will join me again here on Wellness Radio as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. (laughs) 